But the, the reality well, is, you can't. And it was scary can. looking because I mean, I'd never seen people, and I'd sit right. and watch. It was the, these three girls would do it, and I'd sit and watch them, and I'd be like, oh, "That looks terrible." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they finish, they're just laying there on their back, maybe yeah. puking. Yeah. Whatever. And then once I, st- I was like, "Oh, that's kind of this is kind of fun." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am an everyday Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Bass with Mark McCain, and you are listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day CrossFit athletes like yourself. And uh, today we have longtime member, very strong person, awesome person all around, Jane Collins. Welcome. I need a, um, I need a little clapping. I think we talked about that a little clapping button. So like a, there's an audience in the background. Pretend. Yes. We're not, we're not. We don't have the budget for that right now. No, we do not. No, we do not. Uh, welcome, Jane. You just got done with the workout. How do you feel? I did. Feel good. Did you do it the first time around? No, I did not have a. You didn't do it the first time. No, sorry. How was it this time? There's only 50 thrusters and yeah, only. <laughs> toes a bar and 100 calories. Pretty quick little workout. The row hurt. The row hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do it? Uh, I did it straight through. Um, thrusters, toes, bar, row. I started the other way. Yeah, but then you get off the row and have to do thrusters again. Ouch. Yeah. No thanks. No bueno. No bueno. Uh, well, anyways, uh, so are you from our little... Have you always been from where you are at right now? Is that like your childhood home? Um, pretty much so. Pretty Fort much. Mitchell. Yeah, Fort Mitchell. Have you always been from where you're from? <laughs> right? Yeah. This is, uh, this is what happens when you coach the morning classes. Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. All right. So... Um, what does that make you as far as high school? Because that's like a big Cincinnati, North Kentucky thing. Um, I went to Notre Dame Academy. Oh, okay. Very cool. All, uh, all girl. All girl. I went to the all guy Catholic version over in the west side of Cincinnati. So I, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I think Becca was telling me how she had a girl the other day at uh, Mount Notre Dame where uh, she had a fourth, it was a fourth generation girl, and she had her the first generation shirt. Oh, wow. So they just hand me down shirts. I can't imagine that was uh, in too great of shape at that point. Yeah, like I was, I think, third generation. Yeah. When I went. Yeah. It was first. My brother went to LaSalle after that, and both my sisters went to Macaulay, which I think have now merged into one, into a very creative name for a school. I think it's just Mercy Macaulay. Oh, that's so they, right. Or Macaulay Mercy. Whatever it is. I don't know. Um, we were talking a little bit before we jumped on here about how you used to be a part of this building that was not CrossFit, correct? My world has come full circle. Full circle. What was it when you were here? It was called Northern Kentucky Gymnastics. Northern Kentucky Gymnastics. And when was that? God. Oh, boy. You don't have to. You don't have to. I, was, I started gymnastics while well, I took dance and did gymnastics there and then... My mom decided I needed, so I did team at the Y, which is no longer here. And um, what is team? Like competed. Oh wow, okay. And I, I think it was like seven or eight when I did that, and I loved it, and I did really good. But I wanted to learn, and you literally did your routine all the time. Like you never ventured 
Uh, out of so you kind of pigeonholed yourself into like this so yeah the northern kentucky gymnastics here i could come and do a class yeah like i'd be here for two hours one day a week and i was with all older kids because i wanted to learn aerials and flips and sure so this is where i started yeah so uh walking in what was that like just kind of coming because you because i mean you've been with us for i mean pretty much since the get-go as far as i can remember Yeah, were you there when we originally took over? Yes. Yeah, so she was a part of the old gym, transferred into us and stuck with us. So thank you for that, by the way. Um, but when we moved, um, you know, we just it was kind of happen chance on finding this building. And at the time, it was uh, I cheer. Was that right? I don't want to get it wrong. With people who were was cheerleading. Is that what it was? When oh we moved yeah, in? yeah. Uh, cheerleading and some gymnastics for sure. Yeah, um, but. You know, we had a couple people who came up to us. Jane being the one, one of them was like, "I used to, I used to do gymnastics here." Yeah, when you guys moved in here, I was out of town. Oh yeah. So I didn't get to come in right away, and then when I came in, it was like, "Oh." Oh, after <laughs> so after we had done everything. To yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When we moved in, it was a, uh, it was a little bit different story. Probably still wasn't even the same. I'm sure they painted it um, from even when. It's pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Pretty do you feel like? Um, you know, so you did gymnastics. Did you do any other sports and stuff growing up? Um, I pretty much played everything but basketball. Okay. Just so wasn't my thing. Everything but basketball, so like soccer, uh, played soccer. softball? I did softball one year. Um, I liked softball, but softball was the same day as swimming and diving meets. And oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. You were a swimmer. I probably A little bit of everything. I mean, did you have any free time to yourself as a child? Yeah, I mean, I, did, <laughs> I, did, I took dance, no. took yeah. free time. Yeah, well, it's just it, it sounds very, very busy, but you are also very athletic. So obviously it's transferred over in the later life. And I think that's we see that um, people who are involved in sports early on, how they can they just have body awareness. I laugh because my mom was is one of seven and her her mom passed away before I was born. So she. Their family's very close. And my two aunts were younger when I was born. And the one was sports, 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 volleyball. Like, she was awesome volleyball. And the other one was more dance. Right. So by the time I was three, four, my one aunt would throw a volleyball to me. I could set a volleyball. Right. And the other one had me doing flips. And so it was kind of like I had the best yeah. of both worlds. Some of, mentors. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's, um, you know, whenever, like I said, whenever we get people in here who have, either um, have played sports in the past or, or you know, we have younger people that come in, they, they are playing sports now. Um, you see a direct correlation on the ability to tell them to do something and their ability to interpret it and actually do it versus, and there's nothing wrong if you don't play sports growing up, but I do think there's a direct correlation now, uh, especially as adults learning some of these new skills. Um, things that the higher, higher skill gymnastics stuff like toes to bar, you know. Well, I think it's weird how your body remembers things. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. when you didn't, haven't done, like for me, deadlifts are so hard because, and everybody's like, you should be able to do, it. but my body is used to being tucked in. Mm-hmm. Like everything right. I ever did, you're tucked to, to extend the opposite other, direction. Yeah. You don't realize, it's like, that shouldn't be hard. But yeah. But that's, then, a, that's a really good point. Yeah. And uh, the opposite side of that, though, is when it comes time to, you know, we focus a lot on the arch hollow swings. Um, 
you know, you have a really good position because it's something you learned yeah. from a very early age. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that's a really tough position to say active shoulder and then you can explain to them what it means, but they don't necessarily know what it means, you know, and it, you've had that innate kind of built in sense from a very early age says, oh, well, I know exactly what he's talking well, about. It's like the control. Like I have a control issue where my, I'm used to my body being in control and mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard to yeah lose control yeah i i basically classify you as a cheater so <laughs> um i played sports my whole life but i wouldn't consider myself having great body awareness so uh i think gymnastics in particular any anyone that we see you know it's, it's kind of uh brought to light a lot in crossfit whenever people like walk on their hands you know it's like you see these like scorpion looking like walking on the hands and then you see uh one that stands out is Julia Fouché. Whenever she walks on her hands, it's like a pencil. It's like yeah. straight yeah. up and down. You're like, oh, why is she doing that? It's like, that's the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, you know, if I am fortunate to have kids one day or, or, you know, I would love to get them involved in gymnastics at an early age because I think for those uh, beneficial reasons of having that body awareness and, you know, you probably, you know, whether you know it or not, you're probably getting a lot of strength work. You know, whenever they're yeah. telling you to hold on the rings and, you know, do these uh, tucks, like you're saying, and different things like that. That's a lot of good strength work. Yeah. And I, even if they don't necessarily stick with it, I mean, I took gymnastics as a kid, and mm. I, don't, I don't even necessarily remember it, but I do think there's definitely... It's a great hand-eye coordination. Yeah, type. absolutely. Especially in those de developmental years when you're still, you know, when you're growing very, very, very quickly. It's, it's really important to be able to, like you said, develop that, like, if I tell you to move your right hand here, yeah. be mm -hmm. able to move your right hand here. Why nanny? Yeah. And one of the families I nannied for a long time, they had a little girl. Oh God, now she's 17. But she, when she was little, I could kind of see it in her. And I'd be like, Tia, do a handstand. Tia, do this. And so I got her into gymnastics. Well, now she's a level nine competitive wow. gymnast. Heck yeah. How does that work? Because I've heard that before. Level, you know, level X. Um, you go up to 10, and then it's, after 10, it's, uh, I forget what it's called, but basically 10 then it's this other level and then professional well it's gymnastics makes baseball look you know you'd look at the minor leagues <laughs> simple and it's, right yeah. <laughs> and then like we went to this meet in chicago with her when she was little and you look at all these people trying for basically you get what five spots on a gymnastics t the olympic team because mm -hmm. right yeah yeah, it's to pretty, get to get a percentage, you're gonna make that. And yeah, you can go to college and but past sure. college. Yeah, you don't really think there's about not really that. there's not a professional gymnastics no. league. Yeah, that's there should crazy. be. Yeah, there really should be. <laughs> there's some of the, there's some of the most athletic people I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, oh, I would love to bring Tia in here. I can't imagine what she would do. It's yeah. unreal, and it's funny too. You know, we're this will be aired after the fact, but um, this Saturday when we have the gymnastics clinic, um, you know, it's everyone's like big things like a new muscle up and then any gymnastics coach is like okay now what like <laughs> that's how we get on the rings yeah you yeah. know here's an eight-year-old oh he did a muscle up you know yeah. it's it's really uh you know it's it's the pinnacle of what we consider gymnastics and, and crossfit but it is uh not even necessarily a movement mm -hmm. when it comes to actual gymnastics that's one year well when i was here doing gymnastics they had we had a day it was switch every day so the girls got to do the boy events and the boys got to do the girl events. Mm -hmm. And that was one that like doing the rings. I remember coming home and I was like, mom, those were the hardest things I've ever tried <laughs> in my life. Do uh, uh, females don't, they don't do the rings no. usually? Okay. 
I guess I never realized that. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I guess the guys. No, the only thing they do similar the floor. The floor. floor. Oh, okay. Say the beams and stuff like that. Those beam bars. Well, and they do vault. Meant they, yeah, they both do vault. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, from not having zero gymnastics training growing up, and pretty much until you can call CrossFit, I guess, a little foray in the gymnastics. But in particular, just the first time trying to hold myself on support on rings, you're like whoa those people do what yeah. so anytime you know um this is one of the things i like about crossfits opened my perspective up to different like you know weightlifting you know that how how impressive it is to watch that sport in the olympics now and then especially gymnastics and when you look at those guys and girls like they look a lot like crossfitters yeah. you know or crossfitters look a lot like them or however you want to phrase it um but they are ripped yeah. i mean they are ripped beyond beyond all belief i'm like Again, some some of the guys are a little shorter and whatever, but they are still just unbelievably fit. And, yeah. and whenever you dive into their methodology of training and stuff like that, it is, uh, it, you know, they do poke fun at the CrossFit, you know, a little bit here and there, and for good reason, because they are such perfectionists and have to nail this routine. Probably, like you said, to the point where it's just annoying. And I know whenever they do like rope climbs, they never use their legs. No. Like they'll go upside down, they'll hold the L and they're like, you know, I was listening to a podcast with uh, one of their head coaches one time and he's like, why do they use their legs when they climb the rope? And I'm like, why wouldn't we use their legs? That <laughs> <laughs> makes it easier. Because I don't want to fall. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty because much. Because we're not sliding down. But he yeah. talks, they talk a lot about that bent arm strength, you know, and they talk about rope climbing. That's a lot of bent arm uh, strength and straight arm strength, so on and so forth. And then really revolves around that hollow and arch that we try to incorporate as, as much as we can. I think the exciting part about that though, when you, when you speak specifically about gymnastics is, um, and this goes back to even like when, when Rudy was talking about, he's like, cause their big thing was, well, weightlifting is the next kind of hill and mountain to conquer as far as mm -hmm. CrossFit. And now everyone can be a weight, everyone's a weightlifter in that mm -hmm. regional and, and uh, games level. I think the next part is now gymnastics, oh, and the high, the highest skill gymnastics yeah. stuff. Because again, we we haven't even scratched one percent of the surface when it comes to what can be done mm -hmm. in the gymnastics world, and that's that's almost you know with weightlifting you have snatch clean jerk mm -hmm. by definition you have the snatch and you have the clean jerk. Gymnastics is a little more vast. Yeah, when you, you know, when you if have, you're like, all right, you got to exactly. do a backflip and the, you know then climb this rope. Like you're getting a little Nietzsche with some of that stuff, but well, look but at, still, if you if you root yourself in the fundamentals of gymnastics, yeah. Then well, just look when they think about okay, just pegboard, strict handstand push-ups, strict muscle-ups. Sure. When they threw all three of those in either the regional or the games level, mm. people lost their game minds. Changer. People lost their minds. Like, oh, there's no way we can do this. And then guess what? Next year, everyone's really good at them. Right. You know. Uh, but the exciting part is, is I've seen workouts here and there. They've been dabbled with where it's like go do X, Y, Z, come back three back tucks, mm -hmm. you know, and you yeah. watch some of these people, you watch, uh, you know, I think it was a Froning. They did that. And it was like, I learned it in an hour. Probably. You know, uh, I was a Kalipa. Kalipa. Yeah. Well, they've got the muscle to, yeah, yeah. you know, but, the, but that's, there's a lot of that. That's, that's being, uh, you know, sort of dabble in that. And I think you look 10 years down the road and like a back tuck is going to be like, what standard. We can, yeah, standard. Right. You know, like three, two, one, go back yeah. tuck. Uh, yeah, it's like, like, can we bring the trampoline back? You yeah, have, you have Grace thirty clean jerks for time, Isabel thirty snatch for time, and whatever name they're going to call it will be thirty back tucks for time. <laughs> yeah, know? if I did, if you like spun me around the circle three times, I, I would get dizzy. So, 
that would be I'd be definitely out on that one. But I think that's the exciting part, though, especially when you have, you know, you start to see people who are willing to share and not just, you know, down talk, you know, CrossFit from the gymnastic sense, but like, hey, let's teach these people how to do it. Because mm-hmm. I think that's for such a long time, there's no money in adult gymnastics. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I'm not going to teach a 35 year old how to swing on the rings when I need to teach these. I not- took a class. And I guess it was high school, which was an adult. But yeah, mm-hmm. but you're you're already cool. You were so old yeah, for you're, gymnastics. You but know, you are past yeah. the right. prime of, but I loved it. Yeah. I mean, right now it's like, could I do a back bend? <laughs> yeah, gymnastics. They want you to like probably like what age three, four, five, six. Um, seven, eight, nine, ten, seven, eight. <laughs> I can count at least to twenty. <laughs> it depends on how. I mean, you have to look at the kid. And yeah, yeah. I, that's, I mean, again, I, you know, I think just to touch upon that point a little bit about gymnastics and, and adults and so on and so forth. But I think if, you know, if you are running a gymnastics place, um, you have to, to look at what CrossFit is doing again for the exposure of your sport, just like weightlifting has basically been revitalized through, um, you know, CrossFit gymnastics in a certain sense. Um, you know, I just spoke to the mindset of like, Hey, if I'm lucky enough to have kids, it has to be changing that perception for more than just me where you're like, wow, you know, do I really want to be maximally loading, uh, you know, three, four, five year old with weights? No, but what can they do? They can learn some fundamental gymnastics and body awareness at that age that will, you know, transfer over, which we've, we see every time that Jane does a toes bar, I'm like, man, I'm jealous of that. Cause you like straight legs, all like nice and perfect. It's that control thing. Yeah, and and it's <laughs> swinging. It's innate with you, you know. Like for me, it's like ugh, I gotta like concentrate way more, and just like a natural movement for you. And and it's definitely a, you know, again, obviously we'll let you speak to it, but you're super strong overhead, you know, and your mobility is really good um, in your shoulders. So I'm sure that gymnastics didn't hurt hurt with that as well, being upside down a lot. And well, that's what I like about CrossFit. It kind of brings it brought it back into my life mm-hmm. like, yeah well that's and that to speak what mark said if, if you're for the millions of people obviously listening to this yeah um <laughs> if if you do own a gymnastics i mean there's there's such opportunity there just from a business sense for growth in your own within your four walls i mean mm-hmm. just like we try and do here you, we, we pay rent 24 7 you try and maximize it right why not offer that adult gym it's a different world like you have to reach just same as we, if we have a CrossFit kids class, we do not train them the same mm-hmm. right. as we do for uh, adults, vice versa. If you have basically a class or a gym full of small children to young adolescents, you're not going to train them the same as adults because the big difference being is, before, like Mark said, I'm not going to load up a five-year-old, right. but in adult gymnastics, you're not going to load up, you're not going to go make them do backbends on mm-hmm. day three. Right. You know? right. But there's significant opportunity there to really, you know, A, just teach people new skills. I think that's, for whatever reason, it's like you hit adulthood and you're like, well, I'm just done learning. My you cousin, know? my little cousins love it because they'll be like, do this, do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah, you're a walking party trick. You know, <laughs> to a certain extent, you're like, you know, oh, I can pop up on my hands real quick. It was, it was kind of funny uh, story, uh, Lauren's old roommate and, uh, the, you know, in college and whatnot, we just got talking to one day or whatever and, and she was like yeah i used to do gymnastics and i was like oh that's cool like for how long she's like forever and i was like 
so you can probably like walk on your hands and she was like you know what i haven't tried it in a while i'm gonna try it she just literally got up started walking on her hands around the apartment i'm like i am so jealous of you right now yeah but it, it's just one of those things it was just like she just did that for so long and she didn't even realize like hey there's a whole population that is crossfit yeah that really struggle with these kind of you know what, what a lot of gymnasts again she was out of practice for years would, would consider basic stuff yeah. when i went from gymnastics to diving so mm. similar but well, you go from landing on your feet to going on your head so mm. it's, yeah well it's a lot of control though so when you talk about diving i know there's different heights as far as diving right i mean did you like did i you... only did one and three meter okay i didn't so, do platform and then platform is, is the like springy? 10 10 and yeah, spring, spring, springboard. Yeah, springboard. Yeah. What's the highest one? 10 meter. 10 meter. I went to walk up one time. And no I was thanks. Like, yep, I think I'll turn back around. <laughs> I've done the, I guess it would probably be, what's the middle one? Because they have. Um, there's like a five and a seven, I think. Okay. I've done like a seven and like basically you just jump off yeah. and flail your arms in the air. Go, I'm not going to die. <laughs> but that's Pencil dive. Basically that, that and cliff diving. Is we the used same to thing. go up to a pool in Indianapolis that had a bubble pool. So you could learn new dives, and it's like this massive thing of bubbles comes up pretty much as high as the one-meter board. So if you would normally smack, it doesn't hurt. Mm. That's pretty cool. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Like like soap bubbles? Um, I mean, Google it. I know. Not like soap bu- I mean, but it's like, like a... I'm going to look this up while you're talking. <laughs> um, Magical bubbles? Hot bubble? tub-type oh. bubbles. Oh, okay. But they're... Yeah, so when you're going to learn a new dive, you go it would go up there and you know, you kind of done the pre practice and then you go try it and you're not mm-hmm. coming back with welts and huh. water version of a foam foam pit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's super interesting. Um They have them so, in Miami and So as hmm. far as uh how you see saw that transfer over, I mean there there had to have been because I mean you're basically just doing same kind of flips you would right and on a gymnastics floor yeah i mean i always i did diving in the summer so it wasn't like huge like wasn't like i stopped one and right right but once i got older it was kind of like oh i think i could probably do diving like i dove off through high school and right um now mind you my competition went to the olympics oh yeah legit got fourth place in the olympics really yeah wow so uh it's i i mean that's one of those two it, you know, we do have the Winter Olympics coming up, and, and you know, out of the two, you know, Winter Olympics is not, for me, not as exciting. But when you watch some of those, um, I was watching just recently the X Games, but, you know, they had down the slope-style snowboarding. And there, I mean, this kid was 15 doing 1440 twist plus backflips and stuff. I mean, it's just... Like Mark said, spin me around three times and I'm lost. Yeah. This kid is doing it in the air while flipping and then landing it at 14 or 15 years old. It's unbelievable to see just that ability, uh, just that that mindset, that uh, wherewithal to be able to like, well, I'm just gonna. This is my life. This is well, what I'm gonna a, do. I mean, Becky was all, like, she was one of those, or still is, nicest person in the world. You would never think you were so excited for, her. Mm-hmm. and you knew she was going. You know. Mm. She's just that good, and you can just oh, see it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen a couple of those, um, you know, just along in my short uh, time being in sports and things like that. But you just see those people, and like that person, ha- whatever it is, it's the combination. I think of just natural genetic ability coupled with hard work 
you know, couple with a couple of lucky yeah, breaks Yeah, it's a lot of there. hard work. It's Thank you, Jared. You're welcome. That's how you made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with diving, right, it's like all about minimal splash, right? right? So it's like when you got to boom, boom, boom. And then I, I do, I actually, I like watching watching diving, but I will be honest, it freaks me out whenever those guys or girls or, you know, whoever's doing the dive from the, the, the what I guess it would be like a concrete platform or whatever oh, yeah. they're standing on and their heads get like so close. Like Greg Luganus, right? Oh, man. That, that's I like... Always- Tough. I have marks on the back of my heels from hitting my feet on oh, back dives. That like makes me cringe because just thinking about it. I didn't like back dives off the high board, so I wouldn't jump high enough, so I would hit. Oh. And I seriously have a mark. <laughs> oh. But no they'll like headstand or handstand up there before they go sometimes. Uh, like know. kick their feet. Yeah, it's super athletic, but it is that. scary. Um, do you... So when you land, when you go... Th- well, I don't know, Your hands land? are... They're flat, like, right? Yeah. Because that makes it like an air pocket. Yeah. Right. So you don't. Like you don't want. Because you don't go here. No. Because that won't do anything. Yeah, you have to have a flat mm. hand and you brace. Yeah. With the other hand. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen that before, and then you see guys with their wrist taped and stuff like that. Well, because they're hitting the water, like yeah. especially the platform divers, yeah. they're hitting the water so hard. Yeah. That. Mm. That's like concrete yeah. when you land. Yeah. And that's why you see, um, it's like a a hose basically that'll push water up so it yeah, breaks, so it sh- well, breaks it the shows, surface tension it shows you where you're landing oh. like when they shoot up shoot out the water gotcha. so you can see it because mm. if not you you don't really have any oh foresight oh learn so i'm learning so many things now <laughs> so many things. all right mark and i are going to the y after this so you got, a, you got your speedo with you uh every day Practice every day i'm wearing it right now <laughs> how deep is the uh the pool just how the curiosity typically have to be for is it, does it range or, you know, in case they're pretty of, deep when they yeah. have the platforms up there. For sure. I'm not, I'm, I don't remember how yeah. deep they are, but I always liked to touch the bottom so you could push up. And when we'd be in the big pools, like mm-hmm. we did state at UK all the time and you kind of lose your breath coming back up. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, not a, not a professional diver, I will say that, but there was a gentleman that went on spring break with us our senior year that <laughs> jumped off the roof of our hotel into, into the pool? a eight foot uh, hotel. Ooh. And man, like, so there's, I mean, this Head pool. This, the, no. Oh, that's good. No, no. He was not that intoxicated. <laughs> but there's a rope in the middle of the pool, you know, the, the, the rope. Let's, let's be honest. Like, did that ever stop someone no. from, like, going to the deep end? Anyway, um, he had to clear the rope. I mean, it was like margin for error. It was actually really impressive. Like, he clearly has done this before. (laughs) And he was an older kid that, you know, we were all seniors, obviously, uh, spring break senior year. Anyway, but, I mean, I was, I, like, couldn't believe it. But he hit his butt so hard on the bottom of the pool (laughs) that I think he had, like, a big scrape. But, anyway, it was, you know, it was was super not uh, safe. But he did it anyway. So, anyway. So, you're saying don't try that. Don't try don't that. Don't try that. Oh. Don't try that. You want to, that was the whole uh, genesis of the question, how deep was the pool? <laughs> so that people are listening like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this diving I thing. I want to say it's like 15, 17 feet. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty deep. I'm going to try this diving thing. I'm going to start in my grandma's pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's an above ground pool. <laughs> I bought my pool from Walmart. Is this safe? No. Oh my gosh. Uh, the other, the other, the more extreme version of that is you see cliff divers. That Ooh. scares me. Yeah. They are, I mean, because they're like 60, 70 feet up, right? Oof. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's intense when you just see those guys and they just do, they'll just on do ESPN. one yeah they'll just do like one big beautiful swan dive and just land on their feet like because they obviously you're not going in head first right, you break you your arms but yeah. you know these guys you're talking about guys taping their wrists for to brace themselves these guys have both their ankles taped have their legs taped their knees taped knee wraps on it's like belt yeah <laughs> pretty just ratchet it up <laughs> all right i'm going yeah, in yeah anyways i digress back to crossfit diving at crossfit are we gonna add that that well, that goes to the control thing too, because that you really have to control. I do there. remember yeah. the very first time they they had swimming, and uh, who are the the big um, hosts? It's Rory and uh, I don't know. I think even Rory said it, but he's like, I think Jason Cleve was swimming across the pool, and he's like, "Look at that muscle don't float." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was a, it was a game changer. I think that's the most exciting thing uh, about the CrossFit Games every year, is they throw these wrinkles in. And you know it's the ripple effect of that is in every gym now. So it's like pegboards are now in gyms. Yeah. You know, swimming is now in games, regional even uh, athletes protocol. Oh, for you've got you've got even just ca- casual, you know, open regional competitions. Not even talking about CrossFit regionals. I'm just yeah. talking about, you know, look at the Wadapalooza. Mm-hmm. You know, down in yeah. Miami, they're they are sweet. You have to be able to swim and bike, and you know, yeah, yeah. it's it's it is not just in this gym and that's one thing we try and focus on here too is you got to get people like doing stuff outside you know like coach Derek is on a you know skiing right now like you don't did think he make it? He, <laughs> they finally did make it he I got a snapchat uh, at like 3 p.m. and it was just a, a snapchat worst, worst luck snapchat of Amy sleeping on the floor at the airport and I said get your get back here to coach I, like, <laughs> I saw that yesterday I just started laughing I was like oh yeah, I felt bad for him. But but the point being is, like, you don't think that skiing is going to be easier if you have more control, you know, through your midline. Uh-huh. Or if you know, how, again, just having more body awareness. Like, you're going to be a better athlete all around. You know, and I think that's it's, one it's, big it's, carryover. It's one of those things, too, where you're doing some, some things like, you know, skiing where maybe, it, maybe it's going to lead to an injury or something. Let's just say that, unfortunately, you're skiing, something bad happens. Like, would you rather have a, a good base of fitness around you to be able to, like, recover faster? Right. Or is it like, well, I just, you know, ski every once in a while and I work an office job. You know, it's substantially going to improve your recovery time or just your enjoyment time of doing it. Because uh, if you don't really do much, and, and again, I don't have a lot of experience with skiing, but if you go skiing for a week, you're going to be gonna sore. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be, like, bedridden probably for the next week. Yeah, absolutely. But... Jay, maybe you can talk a little bit about um, how you got started with CrossFit. I know the origins, probably a lot of the, you know, most people listen to this, um, all 10 of them, uh, (laughs) are original probably members or members of the gym currently that might not know like, hey, um, this was the group that kind of started out and this is how we got going and how that's kind of transformed. Um, I started with Joy, my sister-in-law and my brother. There was a class at uh, Silver Lake that it was even before they started their kind of CrossFit class. And mm-hmm. um, it was a kind of like a boot camp slash you did a little more. Because mm-hmm. I was always, I always worked out, but I would do like the arc trainer. I did a lot of cardio. I didn't do the weights on my own because I'd do some, but not a whole lot. So they were like, come to this class with us. So I did it and I was like, okay. And it was, I think, twice a week. Mm-hmm. And then 
that guy was leaving, so we met Matt, who started the CrossFit stuff yeah. at who owned the gym before you guys. Right. So that's kind of how I because I can remember watching people as I'm on the arc trainer, they were doing box jumps, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, I'd never be able to do that. Yeah. Well, and but look at you, look at you look now. Well, and, and again, the funny part is, is like you have way more of an athletic background than most people. And you're like, I can't do that. And I think yeah. it just speaks to your, your humility. You know, we, you don't see it nearly as often as you used to, but I mean, people that would just come in here and be like, well, I can do that. Like, all right, you know, let's see it. And then good for you. Good. Right. Well, <laughs> and then, and then they would get, they would get their butt whooped and they'd never come back because they were you know, embarrassed, embarrassed because they couldn't do something. But like, you know, you've been an athlete your whole life. And you're like, well, I couldn't do that. It looks too hard. But the, the reality well, is, and it was you scary can. looking because I mean, I'd never seen people, and I'd sit right. and watch. These three girls would do it, and I'd sit and watch them, and I'd be like, oh, that looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they finish, they're just laying there on their back, maybe yeah. puking, yeah. whatever. And then once I, st- I was like, oh, this kind of this is kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, you you met, well, we all met, obviously, uh, coming up on five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, only only a short six months away but uh five years what's six months on five years but um what has been you know the big kind of what makes you keep coming back i mean that's always a big question because anyone that's been doing this for that long you know it's not like a one kind of unidirectional sport where you might get burnout on it um i love the challenge and it is definite my stress relief Mm-hmm. I know a di- notice a difference when I can't come and mm-hmm. um, but it's also the people like, yeah. the people yeah. are awesome and best yeah. part and it's always you know and obviously you being it's here fun and you being here for a very long time I think you've seen quite a few people come through the door and um, you know made some made some friends along the way I've lost some friends along the way but you know I, I 100% agree that the people and the relationship you build here are some of the most fulfilling that I've ever had. Oh, absolutely. And I still haven't figured out the secret sauce and why that is, but uh, I absolutely, for whatever reason, I think just going through something that sucks together kind of breaks down any any walls there may be. Well, like Sharon Granati, she and I, she was two years ahead of me at high school. And so I knew her, but I know her a lot. Right, yeah. Because people always thought we were sisters. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can see that. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see that for sure. I mean, through, and so then when she started here, we've gotten really close and, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, wow, exercise brings you. Yeah. It's yeah. Some, yeah. There's something about just that shared experience. You know, I know Mark, you said, and you've been to a couple of man camps and you just, it's like, oh, yeah. just, it's, it's whatever, whatever your shared experience is. Yeah. It just so happens that, um, you know, you get really fit doing this one. Yeah. Literally, um, you know, uh, me and Aaron did a, a podcast earlier today. And uh, one of the words he used a lot was vulnerability, and it's it's like one of those one of those things where CrossFit, you know, if you do it long enough, you're going to be exposed. Yeah, you know, you can't and, hide and everyone forever. Everyone you know might watch Jarrett work out now and be like, oh wow, like you know, super fit. But I watched Jarrett in the beginning, and like I know he's worked for everything that he's he's got with a you know full range of motion and 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 so on and so forth, and he continues to do that. So it's it's one of those things where you just have a lot of empathy for your next person like 
you know, I do a lot of our day ones and when people come in on day one, they're so, you know, like you were, you know, whenever you were on your machine or whatever and watching those girls do those workouts, everyone's had that moment where they right. look and they're like, I can't do that. Yeah. And all these people are like in some type of cult or they have like their own language. They speak Cleon or whatever, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but when you come beside them and it's, we are so blessed to have a welcoming community here that anytime someone joins or like, oh, you know, already slapping high fives and cheering them on and stuff like that, that that's the moment, you know, for people to, to feel that acceptance, you know, whatever it is um, yep. within your own little group or, you know, whether it's, it's a family or whatever you want to call it, fraternity. But, um, you know, everyone has that day one where they, they're, they're up against the wall. And, and so people, they're empathetic to that. And then as you continue to do these workouts, like I said, you'll be exposed, which creates a vulnerability to where they're like, oh, man, I thought Coach Mark could, like, do that. But, man, he's, he's really struggling or whatever, whatever it is. And they're like, oh, he's you know, Jane's human. And yeah. <laughs> you know, these always, other people. People yeah. will look at me and be like, oh, she's strong. Okay, I'm strong, but put a running thing in there. Yeah, I will yeah. come in last place. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how it should be. Like if you're, you know, and again, even if you look at look at the CrossFit Games, Matt Frazier, super dominant. He he doesn't win every workout. Yeah, like no one's ever done that or ever will. Because if if they do, then the programming uh, director Dave Castro has improperly programmed the CrossFit Games right. because their whole thing is, you know, we specialize in not specializing. So for me personally that's why CrossFit makes sense. Cause like, I don't want to just lift weights uh, necessarily. Um, I want to mix in my, my cardio. Yeah. I like to lift weights for sure. hundred percent. That's, that's when bias towards it. But I understand like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to run 400 meters from time to time and, you know, do some, uh, stretching and mobility and challenge myself in short, intermediate, long time domains. And, uh, but yeah, the through line for me is always the community. Yeah. And don't forget, test your fitness. You know, yeah, I just, I just went out and, uh, we just hiked nine miles on accident. You know, it was supposed to be five mile hike, but we hiked nine miles and we didn't bring proper. It was only this long on the map. <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand. <laughs> we got from here to there and it was like, it was, it was well, it's just hours. like stupid things like go to the grocery. I mean, mm -hmm. cause I nanny and I take her. You know, so I've got, yeah. And it's like for me to bring in eight, mm-hmm. Eight bags and a child, a deal, like. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you, but you, that's exactly in it. You know, it's like people, everyday life. You people tout on this uh, this buzzword of functional fitness, and like like that's really what we're talking about. Is mm -hmm. like like my uncle will call me to help him move his swing set when yeah, they, yeah, hundred percent. Like, Can you come help me? He doesn't call my brothers. <laughs> yeah, because because like that's and that's what I want to be able to do is like you know or well we got lost in the woods can i am i gonna be okay yeah i'll be fine you know can i carry all the groceries in for the whole week inside in one trip you know that's you know there's a little bravado there because you know you always mm -hmm. make one trip right but right. but that is truly functional you know can you carry this object from here to there safely and not feel like you just got you know pushed down a mountain kind of thing mm -hmm. like that's really that's really all that we're trying to do you know, all the other the things that we do in here, all the thrusters, all the box jumps, all the rowing, those are just tools to help you live a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And it's it's different. So it like that's what I like. Instead of going every day to Better Bodies and doing the Arc Trainer. It's Yeah. So and those days are and those days are fine too. Like I, I will take those days, like I'll sit on the rower for a half hour and it's just something that I can just 
close my mind off too and that's totally right thursday fine. like on oh. sundays a lot of times i'll go and there's a good movie on or something yeah mm-hmm. there you go well, it's almost like a mental fitness day yeah. you know where you can like all right i'm not worried about just absolutely doing a, you know 100 burpees today and, and just max intensity it's like all right i'm gonna lower the intensity i'm gonna move it's almost like a meditation you know type of thing and again it's different for everyone some people are probably like oh yeah yeah right how can you row for 30 minutes and it's meditating you know if you do it you know if you build a decent uh, you know amount of fitness up listen to the, anybody who runs long distance it's right. like they just talk about zoning out exactly just, i i can't You'd have ima- to i yeah. can't imagine to. i can't imagine doing it but yeah. i understand what they're talking about 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah um so the you've been with us for a long time this is like just a curiosity question for you know that i have for long time members like what what's your goal when you st- when you talk about coming here because again it's it's tough to keep resetting goals and new goals and new goals and new goals because it becomes as as much a, a variance as we have here there are so many things that we can do inside this gym you know like what keeps what's the next goal for you where do you see yourself going um i don't always set like goals of like oh i want to be able to lift this I sure i like to be able to come in here five six days a week and be able to do my best you know yeah do well and function you know it's yeah absolutely well and that's that's a big one too you know it's a tough question it is a very tough question and you know i ask that because we always that's we have goal setting sessions with our our fundamentals people day one people and sometimes it, it takes a while to get back to goal setting after mm-hmm. we kind of set the first couple. And I tell people all the time, you know, uh, weight loss is usually a pretty early and often goal for new people. You know, they're coming here because they want to feel a little bit healthier. Maybe they want to lose some pounds. But what I generally tell them is like, that's probably going to change pretty soon. Like it's either A, you're going to hit that weight loss goal or B, you're going to find that like, oh, that, that number of the scale doesn't you're necessarily matter. Muscle, so you're not right, yeah. <laughs> so like that might be like, okay, I'm going to, my first strict pull-up might be a goal, you know, it might turn into a performance goal or it might turn into, um, you know, for a lot of people, I think like tough measures are a really mm-hmm. good test for them. You know, mine is probably a chest of our pull-up because there you my go. control yeah, issue, I can't, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, can't, yeah, can't let go for that little bit to this push the chest different. forward. I always said I was going to stuff my bra off. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I do. You know, I, when it comes to goal setting, I think there's, there's obviously a million different ways you can go, uh, with that. But, uh, you know, I always like to start people off just with, like, how many days a week do you do you want to be here? Uh-huh. You know, and that, that that's called ultimately if we're doing our jobs properly and programming and so on and so forth, that should be the catalyst to anything uh, physical um, that you're, you know, if you're choosing to, to do CrossFit as your methodology. And we like to think of that as almost like a conduit, right, to enhance your overall life. Because we know, like you said earlier in, the, in this conversation about uh, if I'm not here, I don't feel right. You know, so for me personally, I'm the same way. I don't have a ton of ambitious fitness goals necessarily right now. Like the Open's coming up. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say like, I want to get this percentage, you know, top in the Open. No, I just want to have fun. I want to have fun with it. I want to try not to take myself too seriously. I want to root for, you know, all the members of the gym. But I want to use, um, for me personally, CrossFit as this conduit that improves Mark as a person, you know, as a, as a business owner, as a husband, as a friend, as a member of the community, whatever I can do, because I know that if I don't come here consistently, Mark's not going to be, 
his best version of himself. Right. So, you know, I think whenever you're like, hey, what's your goal? Whether it's, I want to be the CEO of XYZ or I just want to, you know, do this race or whatever it is, it's filling up multiple buckets in your life that you can be the best person. We all know, like, if I just have ice cream and cookies all day, it's not going to be the best version of myself. Right. You know, but um, with, with, with our space here at CrossFit, I just know that personally, you know, I look at it as this is my physical and almost mental uh, training to, you know, build up this armor, if you will, towards certain, you know, you have a lot of peaks and valleys in life, you know, and, and some of the valleys sometimes will sneak up on you. And if you're seven days in a row removed from the gym and your diet's like crap and you haven't been sleeping, it might really knock you out. So it's just, yeah. just a well, it's like a mental therapy. You know, it's like exactly. you look at workouts some days and you're like, oh, God. And you finish them and you're like, okay. I did right. it. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, it's a, it's a feeling of accomplishment. You know, and as you should, because, I mean, there are, we do some really hard things here. Mm. You know, like I think there's some daunting things that show up and, you know, it is really refreshing to see people when they finish something like, like, oh, I feel like. Well, those are my days. Like it's like when there's a long running thing in it, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, you've got to go. This is your yeah. trouble spot. You're, you're and when you kryptonite. finish it, it's like, okay, yeah, I made absolutely. it. I ran the whole time and I did it. Yes. hundred percent. Building that confidence. Absolutely. Um, so I want to kind of round things out. I, uh, and if you've listened to a couple of these and listen all the way through, not a lot of people do, but you know, maybe if you have, we always like to end uh, with a little, just a little quick question. And that is simple question of um, what does fitness mean to you? What is your definition of what fitness? Is your definition? I think it's life. I think you have to be fit to function anymore. I mean, mm. in today's world, it's too easy to sit on the couch and eat your chips and your cookies and mm. and I think you put that hour of fitness in your life a day and it changes your mind it changes everything mm. absolutely absolutely it's yeah, it's, a, it's a very good point and uh, like like you said very poignant in today's world where it's just too easy to to drift off into uh, you know sedentary do nothing stay on your phone oh I'm too busy to do that I'm too busy to do that well if you take an hour of your day and Go take a walk. You know, not that you come in here, but do something. And it's all we ask. Off the couch. Yep. Off the couch, off the carbs, right? That's right. That's <laughs> what it is. All right. Well, uh, thank you for, for joining us today, Gene. And uh, thank you all for joining us on Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of those who make us great. Thanks again. Thanks, Gene. Thank you.